Hey friends, happy Thursday. Can you believe this is the first Bible study breakdown episode of the month of May? I am so here for the sunshine. I'm so here for the warmth. It is getting warmer and warmer here in Nebraska, and I love it. It's just this year, this year is flying by, and it's hard to believe it's already um, hitting the summer months. So for our first Bible study breakdown episode of the month of May, we are diving into the book of 2 Corinthians, and today's episode is all about three practical ways to overcome self-doubt and limiting beliefs that are crushing your hopes of getting more clients and building a successful online coaching business. I know that here on the podcast, we talk a lot about business strategy and hear me when I say business and sales strategy is important. Without business and sales strategy, there is no business, okay? Now, along with that, mindset and learning how to overcome limiting beliefs, learning how to overcome scarcity, learning how to overcome self-doubt and feeling unqualified are just as, if not more, important to the success of your online coaching business. And today we're going to look at the book of 2 Corinthians, specifically talking about the Apostle Paul and the challenges that he went through on a missionary trip when him and Barnabas went to Asia and they were on mission for the Lord, literally on a missionary trip. And they experienced wild issues, wild problems that would cause anybody fear, self-doubt, and limiting beliefs about the mission that the Lord had them on. So we're going to look at this scriptures, um, both in Second Corinthians, we're going to also dip into the book of Acts a little bit and learn practical ways to overcome self-doubt, to overcome limiting beliefs, to overcome challenging situations so that we can stay on mission. And in this case, if you're here listening to this podcast, your mission is to get more clients so that you can transform their lives and transform your business into a success story. So with that, friend, grab your Bible and let's get started. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. 
because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. So like I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about self-doubt. We're going to be talking about limiting beliefs and the impact that it has on a person's ability, your ability, my ability to build a successful online coaching business. And when I mean successful business, I mean your ability to get clients, your ability to help those clients transform their lives, your ability to, to make money in your business. Because without money in your business, then we do not have a business. And so I want you to know that self-doubt, limiting beliefs, feeling unqualified attacks everybody. This is not a you problem. It's not a me problem. It's an everybody human welcome to like the human race issue. Okay. We live in a fallen world. We are not perfect beings and we experience fear. We experience self-doubt. We, we experience limiting beliefs that keep us from pursuing and keep us from fully going all in on the mission that God has for us. And In my experience of coaching, not only have I experienced self-doubt and fear, but I've also coached other women who have experienced self-doubt and fear. And I've seen the impact that it has had on not only my business, but on their businesses as well. And on the flip side of that, the more positive side of that coin, I've also seen what happens when that fear and self-doubt and limiting beliefs start to dissolve and confidence starts to build and the impact that that has on a person's business and their ability to show up for the mission that God has for them. And I want to just briefly talk to you about uh, I, you know, I have been on a mindset journey the last multiple months, and I have a beautiful, wonderful, amazing gift from the Lord, Christian neuroscience and a mindset mentor. Her name is Betsy Crony. You've heard her multiple times on the podcast. She is a guest coach inside of Powerhouse. She's also going to be a guest coach in the next round of Powerhouse, which by the way, if your application is not in, what are you doing? So in the midst of my mentorship with her, Um, we have discussed or she has shared with me the concept of the brain's RAS system. Okay. Now the brain's RAS system is to, to describe it is, you know how, like when you buy a new car and, um, you know, you're so excited, you're buying this new car and then all of a sudden, and you're driving down the road, you start to see that car everywhere. Like, let's say that, okay, my dream vehicle is a black Cadillac SUV with like little pink accents, like you know the Cadillac symbol. It's like it's like it's very classic, right? And you know how it has like gold and like red accent colors. Like I want mine to be pink. Like it's so on brand for me. And it's so interesting. As my mentor Betsy was having me, um, you know, just just get into the state of envisioning um, some of my goals. I started thinking about okay, well, I would love to have a black Cadillac SUV, like for all the babies that I want and load them up in this SUV and like just, you know, drive ourselves around town. And as I started to think about this SUV and I started to look at pictures of this SUV, all of a sudden I started to see around town um, this these black Cadillac SUVs popping up. And it was so interesting to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's there it is. Like there's, there's my dream vehicle. And what I realized is that 
although it felt like those dream vehicles, right, those Cadillacs were like popping up everywhere all of a sudden, they weren't popping up all of a sudden. They were always there. It's just that my brain wasn't necessarily recognizing them um, before as they were now. This is like the brain's RAS system. It allows you to um, recognize things and, the, and like the brain like actively looks for things that the brain perceives as important to you. And so when you are in a state of self-doubt, when you're in a state of limiting belief, when you're in a state of feeling unqualified and you're telling yourself that in your brain, it's almost like your brain is then looking for evidence to support your belief that you're not qualified to support your self-doubt and to support your limiting beliefs and therefore sabotages your business's success. Do you see where I'm going with this? What you focus on, your brain, like your brain doesn't know right from wrong. Your brain doesn't know, oh, this is really good and this is really bad. The brain is just simply trying to hand you on a silver platter whatever it is that you are asking for. This is not manifestation. This is understanding neuroscience and how your brain works. And so when you tell your brain, man, I've just been experiencing like no after no after no on these sales calls. And I've been experiencing frustration after frustration. And like, like nobody's liking my posts and nobody's seeing and nobody's engaging and nobody's buying and like this, that, and the other. And I'm not qualified. And, and you go on this list and you were like telling that you're, you're going over and over and over and over, over those thoughts in your brain. You're, you're essentially asking your brain to go look for different pieces of evidence to confirm what you're already telling yourself. So this is why we have to be very, very careful what what we say to ourselves. We have to be very cautious to take our thoughts captive, like the word of God says. And, and God also says, like, like, let God transform you by changing the way that you think. Okay, this is why mindset is so important. And so today, I want us to look at the book of 2 Corinthians. Although we're going to look at the book of 2 Corinthians, we're going to read scriptures in there. I'm actually going to start in the book of Acts just to like give you some context as to what we're going to read in the book of 2 Corinthians. However, we're going to be talking about the Apostle Paul, um, who, was, who was previously named Saul, and the experiences that he went through, which were extreme, by the way, extreme experiences that could have allowed him to wallow in self-doubt and limiting beliefs and fear and scarcity and all the things. Um, but instead, he persevered. And so we're going we're gonna to talk about that today. And again, like I said, I want to give you some background. So the Apostle Paul, um, he is a leader in the early Christian church, okay? Paul, like I said, previously known as Saul and Barnabas, are out on this missionary trip into Asia to spread the good news of the gospel, the good news of Jesus. And while on their missionary trip, they experienced extreme persecution. And at one point, Paul was actually stoned and dragged outside of the city where people thought he was dead. Okay, so I'm going to actually read just a little bit of that to you. I'm going to read um, in Acts it's chapter 14, verses 19. It says, Then some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowds to their side. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of town, thinking he was dead. But as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back into the town. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derby. Okay, so to understand like the full context, like as I was preparing for this episode, I went back and I read um, and I believe it was Acts chapters 13 and 14 to really understand the missionary trip that Paul and Barnabas were on. So I really encourage you to go back and read that. With that being said, in this particular situation, okay, Paul and Barnabas had been going from town to town to town to town to town and spreading the good news. And like, 
in every single town, people were getting frustrated with them. They were rejecting them. They were kicking them out. And how many of you can relate to that concept as maybe you feel like rejection in your business? Maybe you feel like every sales call you get on, you hear a no, or you hear, I can't afford that. You hear, you hear like some reason why somebody can't buy from you. You feel like you're putting in like all these hours into your content only for like two people to see it or two people to like it. Okay. You're experiencing what you are perceiving as rejection and you feel like there's just doubt overcoming or over, over washing you. And just these limiting beliefs are coming up. Okay. So Barnabas and Paul were experiencing this town after town. They were on mission for the Lord. Like they were on the right mission. They were going to spread the good news and people just were rejecting the message. Now they were also experiencing success as well. Like some people were becoming believers and alongside of that, they were also experiencing trouble. Okay, persecution. And in this, like I said, in this particular moment, Paul was actually, um, people had, people from those previous towns that uh, Paul and Barnabas had been traveling to, they actually like followed Paul, Paul and Barnabas to another town where they were at. And then they convinced a whole bunch of people to stone Paul. And they stoned him and dragged him outside of the city, believing that Paul was dead. And it's so interesting. I just want to point out real quick here. It says in the verse 20 of Acts 14, but as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back into the town. Isn't it interesting? As the believers gathered around him. In other words, as Paul was surrounded by community of believers, he got up. If you, friend, are not surrounded by a community of like-minded believers who are on mission with you, okay, who are also building their businesses, who can also relate to you, who can also um, engage with you and help you brainstorm through problems, who can support you when self-doubt comes into your mind. If you're not in community, you're leaving yourself vulnerable, okay? Um, We were designed and created for community, okay? God talks about the body of Christ, the church. We were designed for community. You were not designed to live and thrive in isolation. That's like, that's not a biblical principle at all. And so if you are in isolation right now, if you're not in community, if you're not plugged into a group of other entrepreneurial, like-minded online coaches who are building a business, and you're experiencing limiting beliefs and self-doubt and fear, might I encourage you to get in community because you are more, more vulnerable when you're alone. The enemy, it's so interesting. The enemy, it's easier for the enemy to convince you of his lies and his thoughts and um, his, his horrible ideas when you don't have anybody else around you to build you up. Okay, now I'm not saying that you can't fight off those um, thoughts you and the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying that, but I'm also saying that you are designed for community. And so if you're finding yourself in the midst of self-doubt, in limiting beliefs, and you're not in community, you need to get there, okay? Like, (laughs) you have to get into community. People thrive in community. You were designed for community. If you're you're looking for a community that loves the Lord, who is very hyper-focused on our goals to build an online coaching business, come join High Ticket Powerhouse, which is my six-month group coaching program kicking off on June 5th that is designed to teach you how to get more clients and how to build consistent 5K to 10K months in your business by learning how to sell High Ticket 101 coaching. You are guaranteed in this group coaching program, community, by the way, who love the Lord, to 2x your investment. You can go apply by going down in the show notes, clicking to get my free video training. It's called the Get More Clients Code. Watch the training. There will be a button there for you to apply to Powerhouse. 
click apply and follow the steps from there. Okay, we start June 5th. There's already three spots secure. You need to get your application in. You need to be in community. If you're serious about success, you need to be in community. Wanted to point that out. Um, okay, so we're going to be talking now here about, so so we have the context, right? Like we have the context. Paul is experiencing just trouble after trouble after trouble. He's experiencing things that would make anybody have doubt, would make anybody start to question their mission, that would make anybody start to have limiting beliefs. And it's, again, just so interesting. It says, but as the believers gathered around him, he got back up and went back into the town. He didn't run away. He got up and went back into the town, uh, the same town where he was just stoned, like the same town. He went, got up and went back into that town. Talk about courage and fearlessness. Okay. And that happened after he was surrounded by believers. So we're going to talk about today from second Corinthians. Okay. So, so I know that we were just in Acts. I now want you to turn to second Corinthians. Sorry, let me grab my, I had it. I had the, uh, the bookmark there and then it, I lost it. So turning to second Corinthians right along with you, friend, we're going to start in, um, chapter one, I'm going to read to you verse eight. Okay. This is Paul writing to the church of Corinth. We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure, and we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. Again, remember that Paul is talking about the mission trip that I just told you about, the one where he was stoned and dragged outside of the city. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God who raises the dead. And he did rescue us from mortal danger, and he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him, and he will continue to rescue us. And you are helping us by praying for us. Then many people will give thanks because God has graciously answered so many prayers for our safety. Okay, friends, we are going to discuss three lessons, okay? Three practical ways to overcome self-doubt imposter syndrome and limiting beliefs that are crushing your ability to succeed, to get more clients and to have a financially successful online coaching business. Okay. Your business can only grow as much as your mindset can sustain it. I'm going to say that again. Your business can only grow as big as your mindset can sustain it. You cannot outwork a bad mindset. You can try, and I'm not saying that you won't make a sale or two, I did for years, but it wasn't sustainable, okay? You cannot outwork sustainably long-term a bad mindset. And so here are three practical ways where we can overcome um, limiting belief and self-doubt so that we can have a mindset of confidence and sustainability and perseverance and grow this business. So First thing is, just like the verse in scripture says, we have to remember that our strength does not come from ourselves, but it comes from the Lord. And I want to read for you 2 Corinthians. We just read in chapter one how Paul referred to how when they were in their really challenging times, they, they began to rely on only the Lord. I also want to read to you 2 Corinthians 12 verses 9 through 10. Three times, or sorry, eight through 10. Three times I begged the Lord to take it away or a, a problem or an issue. 
Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The first practical step that you need to remember when you're experiencing self-doubt is that you alone cannot overcome self-doubt. You were not strong enough by yourself to overcome self-doubt, limiting belief, fear, and you were not meant to. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us and we are to co-labor with the Lord, to co-create with the Lord, to build the business. And so when fear comes, when self-doubt comes, when these limiting beliefs come, it is so easy to, and I am so guilty of this, friends. I'm so guilty of this. So I'm right there with you. It's so easy for us to look inward and think, okay, how can I just power through this? And let's not forget that there is action to be taken. Like it says faith without works is dead. Okay. So that means if we're just sitting down every day on the couch just saying, God, build the business. I believe you can do it, God. And we're not following that up with any action of our own. Like the Bible calls that dead. Okay. So faith without works is dead. And also, also works alone, okay? That doesn't work either. It's, a, it's an equation. It's an A plus B equals C, faith and action. And when we find that our humanness measures up short, because it will, your humanness alone, your works alone, your ideas alone, your strength alone, your connections alone are not enough to get you to the vision that the Lord has given you for your business. When you realize When I realize, when we all realize that us alone as individuals separate from God are not enough to build our businesses to the fruition of which God has called us to, we have to remember and humble ourselves that we we can't do this on our own. We were not designed to, it's almost like an arrogance actually, it really is, it really is an arrogance to believe that we can do this on our own. It, It requires humility to rely on God. We live in a culture that wants us to all be self-sufficient. Okay, and don't, please don't, don't hear what I'm not saying. Don't hear what I'm not saying because I'm not saying that you shouldn't be able to pay your own bills. You should absolutely be able to pay your own bills. You should be able to go to the grocery store, buy your own food, pay your own bills. Like, like you should be empowered to take care of yourself. Okay, um, I don't, oh, what was it? Uh, who was the apostle that was the tent maker? The name is escaping me. But like the apostle that was the tent maker he took care of himself and others. Like, go read that, okay, in in the um, New Testament. He took care of himself and others. He was empowered to take care of his own needs and take care of the needs of others, okay? So God empowers us to take care of ourselves. And we have to re- realize that that strength, that ability does not come from ourselves. It is an arrogance to believe that our own strength is going to make us through, Okay, so we have to, to not humor, <laughs> not humor. We have to, well, it's humor that we think that we could do it ourselves. We have to humble. That was the word I was looking for. Humble ourselves and realize that our strength comes from God. Next, I want to turn your attention to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 9. I'm going to turn there right now. And the second point that I want you to take away today, the second practical way to overcome self-doubt is to focus on your purpose and your mission rather than on your own shortcomings. And so we're going to read from, again, chapter uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. 
We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. I want you to focus in on the parts of the scripture where it says, We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. You are going to experience trouble and problems in your business. And I just want to first off say that when you experience new problems in your business, that is actually a sign that you're heading in the right direction. I just recently finished a book called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. And he said that one of the things that you should be looking for as a sign that you're moving in the right direction in your business is new troubles, like new problems. If you're experiencing the same problem day in and day out, week after week, month after month, year after year, you're probably not moving forward. If you're experiencing new problems in your business, like, oh my gosh, I'm booked out now. I have all these one-on-one clients. I don't have room for any more. Yes, that's a problem. But what a good problem to have. It's certainly better than the problem I had no clients, I have no money coming in, I don't even have enough to pay my bills. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. What a beautiful problem to have when you're booked out and you're like, okay, now I gotta come up with another solution to scale this thing because I don't have any more room on my schedule for more clients, okay? When you experience problems and troubles in your business, I want you to not hyper-focus on the problems, but rather your mission. Redirect your eyes to what you're here to do, to the mission that the Lord has given you. Take your eyes off your problems and put your eyes on Jesus. Okay, remember when Simon was drowning, when, when Jesus called him out of the boat, he took his eyes off of Jesus. He started to drown in the water and Jesus acknowledged the fact that like, Simon, you took your eyes off me. You took your eyes off me and that's why you drowned. Friends, if you there are a million problems to solve in business. Like I have said multiple times on the podcast that in order to become a successful online coach, you have to be an above average problem solver and above average. You cannot be average. Okay. Cause the average coach online is broke. There's no reason to sugarcoat that. Most online coaches are broke. And so if you are just like most online coaches, if you're an average problem solver, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. And that's not me trying to be harsh. It's just like, that's just factual. Okay. So you have to be an above average problem solver. In order to be an above average problem solver, you cannot stop every single time your car breaks down. You cannot stop and abandon the mission every single time you hit a speed bump. And unfortunately, I see so many coaches stopping every single time they hit a speed bump instead of hyper-focusing on all the solutions, they hyper-focus on the problem. What you focus on grows. Again, remember the RAS that we talked about in your brain. Whatever you tell your brain to go look for, it's going to go look for it. If you tell your brain, oh my gosh, I just, I can't afford, I can't afford to hire this coach. Yep. I just, I just, yep. It's just not adding up in my budget. If I had done that, because here's the thing, when I invested in my first coach back in 2019, it was $6,000. I didn't have $6,000. I don't even think I had $1,000. Okay. I could have told the coach I have I don't have any money, which would have been the truth. I had no money. 
And I could have just left it at that, gone back to the job where I was making about $15 a day, not, not, a, not an hour, a day. Um, I could have just, just hoped, hoped and just, God, just, just do it, God. Just, just, I know you can do it, God. And just waited around and not put in any action. Instead of hyper-focusing on the problem, I looked for solutions and I found a solution. Funny how that happens. When you tell your brain, I refuse to hyper-focus on the problems. And in fact, instead, we're going to find a solution. Your brain actively starts to go look for a solution. Just like my brain was starting to actively go look for those black Cadillac SUVs, your brain will actively start go look, going to look for a solution. And I found one. I maxed out three credit cards. I'm not saying that that's the solution for you. It was the solution for me. And I'm so glad because you know what? That investment, the one that that people may think is oh so risky and, and was maybe not not okay for me to make, that investment has multiplied 34.59 times over. As of last week, I've closed over $200,000 in sales in my online coaching business. That has happened, not because I'm any better than you, because I'm not. It has happened because I have not hyper-focused. I've not allowed myself to wallow in all the reasons why I can't. And instead, I have chosen to focus my eyes on solutions, on all the ways I can work around the problems. You're never going to not have problems in your business. If you're looking for a problemless business, you're not looking to be a business owner because you're always going to have problems. So, One way to overcome self-doubt and limiting beliefs is to stop hyper-focusing on the problems. Stop giving yourself like just excuse after excuse and accepting it. You are your own worst enemy. I personally, I personally do my best to embody a no excuse attitude. And some people think that like a no excuse attitude doesn't allow for any grace. You know, okay, sure. Um, but you know what? I also see some Christians using grace as a crutch. Okay. I also see some Christians as, um, using grace as a crutch to not be disciplined and that's not okay either. And so I really try to embody a no excuse attitude. And it's so fascinating how there's always a solution when you embody a no excuse attitude. So that was number two, do not hyper-focus on the problems, hyper-focus on a solution. And number three, You need to surround yourself with supportive community and mentors with like-minded people who are on mission with you and will help you lovingly call out limiting beliefs and self-doubt because guess what, friend? You are so much more vulnerable when you are in isolation. We're going to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 4. It says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our God is more, our God is or sorry, God is our merciful father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be given, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. You need community. That's not a suggestion. That's a fact. You were not designed to be in isolation. If you're struggling and you're also in isolation, red flag number one, Go find a community that can support you, that can love you, that can call you out when you're giving excuses. Okay, community is not just there to like pat you on the back and tell you it's okay and to like and to uh, like allow you to wallow and hyper-focus with you on all your problems. If that's what you're looking for, you're looking for pity. You're not looking for a solution. Getting yourself in community is to have iron sharpen iron. It's going to stretch you. It's going to challenge you and it's going to better you. Powerhouse, High Ticket Powerhouse, my six-month group coaching program is for people who are 
refusing to look at all the reasons why they can't and starting to hyper-focus on all the solutions of why they can, why they are the right person for the job, why they are going to build a six and seven figure online coaching business and why they refuse to let any excuse stand in their way. And if that is you, then you need to go apply. Go down in the show notes, click the link to watch my free training. Got to watch the free training first, okay? If you're wondering how do I apply, you got to watch the free training first. The free training is called the Get More Clients Code. It's down in the show notes. Click the link to watch it. We'll actually watch the training. It is just bonkers to me. How many people will, I will literally hand them a free training that is worth like hundreds of dollars and I'm literally giving it to them for free. It is bonkers to me how many people just get the free training and never watch it. Like, like it's like somebody giving you keys to a new vehicle and you're like, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to like driving it. Like, it, like how else, like friend, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like if I'm literally giving you something for free, I don't know how else to help you. I can't force you to watch the video. You have to take responsibility. You have to take initiative. Well, it's been a really busy week. I just haven't had time. No, you haven't made time. Own up to it. Okay. Stop the excuses. You can think I'm harsh all day long. That's fine. But at the end of the day, friend, you can have, Luke and I were watching a a TV show this weekend called Undercover Billionaire. Um, And ironically, uh, there was the same gentleman on there, Grant Cardone, that wrote the book, The 10X Rule that I just finished. And he was on the show, The Undercover Billionaire. And the premise of the show is to take a billionaire and to put them in a city where they've never been before, give them $100, give them a pickup and give them a cell phone with no contacts in it. They can't use their name. They can't use their contacts. They can't use their money. And in 90 days, they don't even have shelter or food, by the way. In 90 days, they have to build a business that is valued at a million dollars. Okay. Um, and while we were watching this show, uh, one of the people on the show, Grant Cardone, said you can make excuses or you can make money, but you can't make both. You can make excuses or you can make money, but you cannot make both. You have to decide. What are you going to do? What are you going to make? Excuses are going to get you right back where you are now, next year, the year after that, the year after that, and the year after that. And the one thing you don't get back is time. Or you can make money. Or you can make an impact. Or you can go out and make a six and seven figure business. Or you can go out and make complete the mission that you were sent here to do. And make a difference for others and for your family. And to do that, you need to really, really hone in on the three things we talked about today. Number one, remembering that our strength comes from God, not ourself. Number two, focusing on your purpose and your mission rather than your problems and your shortcomings. And number three, surround yourself with supportive communities and mentors and people that are right there to not be in a self-pity party with you, but to pull you out of that friend, to love on you and to have iron sharpen iron and push you towards greatness. Okay. So friend, if that is you today, if you are done hyper-focusing on all of your problems and you're ready to make some money and not just some money, you're ready to make a considerable amount of money. In fact, you're ready for me to guarantee you that you're going to make money. That I want you to go apply for High Ticket Powerhouse. Go down the show notes, click the link to watch my free training, follow the steps right after the video to apply to the program. This is my six-month group coaching program that is teaching you as a coach how to become an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket one-on-one coaching program and how to lock in consistent 5k to 10k months in your business. This program is guaranteed to two times your investment if you do the work. I don't know like 
how else to help you other than to guarantee you results. If you're still finding excuses to not join after I guarantee you results, then I am wondering if you're really wanting to be a business owner or if you just like the idea of it. And friend, I'm really not trying to be harsh. I'm trying to be factual because you can make excuses or you can make money, but you cannot make both. For those of you who are ready to drop the excuses and make money to go get clients and to build this business, go down the show notes, click the link to watch my free training to get more clients code and apply to High Ticket Powerhouse. We start on June 3rd and your booty had better be in that program. I love you, friend, and I'll see you on Monday. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.